Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I am Mr. I. Remember that if you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, you will get updates every time a new episode is available. I have a request here from one of you to talk about winter sports, and that is a very good topic, so let's talk about both watching and doing winter sports. Most of my life, I have lived in places with good, proper winter weather. You know, cold, you got snow, places where you can, in fact, do winter sports without having to travel a long distance. The places I really remember growing up, right, the first place is Minnesota. Now, Minnesota is a very cold place in winter. In fact, it is one of the coldest states in the U.S. Right? Of course, Alaska is the coldest because it's, it's far up in the north. But after Alaska, I think Minnesota is about the third, like the second or third coldest place in the U.S. It's cold. And so there are a lot of winter sports in, in uh, Minnesota. Then I lived in the Chicago area, which can definitely be a very cold and snowy place in the winter. And I went to university in Wisconsin and pretty far, eh, kind of in the middle of Wisconsin, kind of not all the way to the far north, but about halfway up the state. And Wisconsin, like Minnesota, is one of the coldest states in the U.S. And then when I came to Japan, and I've been here for almost 20 years, almost all of my time in Japan has been living in either Tohoku or Hokkaido, right? The cold, northern, snowy, wintry places in Japan, right? We have a good, proper winter season. And now I know that not everyone who lives and grows up in cold places enjoys winter weather, but I really do. I like winter. I feel a little bit sad if there is no snow in winter. So I lived in Saitama for four years, and those four winters were a little bit sad. There was no snow. I mean, maybe... It would snow once or twice a year, but then it would melt. All the snow would be gone in one, maybe two days. The snow didn't last, and it was maybe five centimeters. Not a lot of snow. So even though I grew up in cold places, right? I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up in the Chicago area in northern Illinois. I didn't really play I didn't do any winter sports as a kid. I mean, I, I did learn how to ice skate when I was living in Minnesota, but I never learned how to play ice hockey or anything like that. I did get the chance to see a lot of ice hockey games um, as a kid. So Minnesota loves ice hockey, right? The state um, high school ice hockey tournament is a big thing in Minnesota. And I remember going to see some of the games 
with my father one year, right? We didn't know anyone playing. We didn't have friends at the high schools that were playing in the tournament. It was just kind of a fun thing to do. Hey, we have an afternoon. The state ice hockey tournament's happening. Let's go see it. And it was a big deal, right? Say maybe it was not as big as, say, going to the baseball tournament here in Japan, the Koshien. But it was it was kind of near that level. It was it's a big deal in Minnesota, like maybe one one step below Koshien, how important, how excited people got about it. So, yeah, Minnesota loves ice hockey. And in fact, Chicago is also a place that loves ice hockey. And so I also like to watch ice hockey. It is a very fun sport to watch. It's very fast. There's a lot of action. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very cool sport. And so I, I recommend if you live in Hachinohe and if you have a chance to go see a professional ice hockey game, I really think you will enjoy it. So please, if you live up in Aomori, have a chance to see there. There is a professional ice hockey team in Aomori in Hachinohe. Go see a game if you have a chance. It's really cool. And so, yeah, like I said, I didn't really do any winter sports growing up. I learned how to ice skate, but things like skiing, snowboarding, there were no mountains anywhere near where I lived. So skiing, snowboarding, that kind of thing. That was something you had to travel a long way to do. And no one in my family really, there weren't really people who liked skiing, liked snowboarding. So I just watched sports when I was growing up. All of that changed when I moved to Japan. And I think most of you know by now, if you've, if you've met me, if you've listened to me talk about things, I lived in Akita when I first moved to Japan. And I did not live in a big city or, or even a medium-sized city. I lived in a very small town, right, in Kisakata, near the uh, border with Yamagata on the coast. There was not a whole lot to do in terms of entertainment in Kisakata, right? It's a nice city. I love it. City, nice town. I love Kisakata. It's great, but there's not a lot of things to go and do, especially in the winter. So my first winter in Akita, so this is when I first moved. I, I was new. I was fresh out of university. I was living in Japan for the first time, and there was a group uh, skiing, snowboarding trip organized by the English teachers in Akita, right? The, the foreign English teachers. And I had decided that I wanted to learn how to snowboard. So I decided to join this group. And there were probably, what, 20, maybe 30 of us, all these foreign teachers from all over the world living in Akita, and we all participated in this weekend event. It was at the Kyoa Ski Area, I believe. 
Uh, I guess it's now in Yamagata City. It, it, uh, sorry, Yamagata. In Akita City. It was, I, it was still Kyoa Town, I think, when we went, but it's now part of Akita City. And we stayed the night. There's a you can you can use the the rooms to stay overnight, and if, especially for groups. I don't I don't know exactly, but we stayed the night in the little ski lodge. So it was a two day thing, and it was my first experience snowboarding. Um, one of the other teachers who was there, she she already knew how to snowboard, and she gave me a few pointers. Uh, say Alice, I think was her name. So Alice, she told me. You know, here's a, here's a few things to do to start learning how to snowboard. And I listened to that. And from there, I just went about my day and I tried to figure things out on my own. Of course, I fell down a lot because it was my first time ever. It kind of hurt, but I was okay. I mean, it didn't hurt myself badly. It was just sore. And ultimately, I did pretty well, I guess. Um, I mean, not, not the first day, like I said, I fell down, but, but very quickly I had figured out how to snowboard and that was how I spent most of my winters living in Akita. Um, a lot of evenings even in, in during my, my time in Akita. So living in Kisakata, it wasn't too far to get to the Yashima ski area. Um, and the nighter option so the night skiing was really cheap uh when i was there it was less than 2000 yen uh, if i remember correctly and i got off work usually before 4 p.m and i would go snowboarding a lot of weekday evenings right i would get home from work and i would eat uh, i would just grab something like a, a quick snack go to the ski area snowboard for a while come home and eat dinner and I got pretty good, actually. Um, good enough to ride both regular and goofy, so I can ride both left foot forward and right foot forward. And I can do some very simple... I don't know if I can. I, I could do some very simple jumps. Uh, just, you know, a 180. Just go down go down regular, turn the air, land goofy. Completely self-taught. I never took lessons. No one ever taught me how to do this. I just figured it out. And my last winter in Akita, I think I went ski uh, snowboarding more than 20 times. It was a lot of fun. I, when I moved to Hokkaido, I continued to snowboard, maybe not as often, but, you know, still maybe 10 times every winter. Um, go to the local areas, go to Niseko, go to, uh, you know, wherever. Um, Hokkaido has so many great ski resorts. And so like I said, I was able to go snowboard in some of the best uh, snow in the world. Uh, I also learned how to do a little bit of uh, backcountry snowboarding. Backcountry back snowboarding, it can be a little bit, it can, it can be very dangerous if you're not careful, um, but it can also be a lot of fun. So you just have to be very careful. Uh, if you are interested in learning how to backcountry snowboard, backcountry ski, make sure you find someone who knows what they are doing. Go with them. Don't go by yourself. Don't go without anyone who is uh, experienced, right? If you want to backcountry ski, backcountry snowboard, 
go with experienced people, please. It's a lot of fun. I encourage you to do it. Find people who do it. It's fun, but be safe. It was also while I was living in Hokkaido that I got into cross-country skiing. Uh, in Sapporo, there's a very large park down in the southern part of the city, and it has a really nice like 15, 10, 15 kilometer ski course, cross-country ski course. Um, and my last couple of years in Sapporo, I would go to this, this park, go cross-country skiing, probably as much as I would go to the ski resorts. Uh, there were a couple reasons. One, it was a lot cheaper. To go cross-country skiing, all I had to do was pay the parking fee. I think it was 400, maybe 500 yen, and that was it. And I could ski as much as I want, go around the course as many times as I want. One time, usually one time, because 15 kilometers, I think it was, I don't remember, 12 or maybe it was, I think it was 12 kilometers, 12, 13 kilometers. That's a long ski course. Um, a lot of fun, but one, one loop was enough usually. Uh, so yeah, it was cheap. And the other reason is that it was never crowded, right? It, uh, the ski resorts could get crowded on weekends, especially cross country skiing, not so crowded. So that was another reason. And I guess it's also the other reason is it's good for my health, right? Going cross country skiing. It's a lot like cycling, like running. Um, I never really thought about it in that way, but that certainly is a good thing about it. And the last winter sport that I got into also while I was living in Sapporo was winter cycling. Now, this is kind of a rare one. Um, cycling does not need to be a warm weather sport. Right? If you have the right clothing, if you have the right bicycle, Winter is also a great time for riding your bike, right? Even in snow. Now, of course, the right bike is a mountain bike with wide tires. If you want heavy snow, you probably need a fat bike with really wide tires, like 10 centimeter wide tires. But um, a lot of times just a regular mountain bike is enough. And maybe you might even want to have tires with spikes on them, little metal metal spikes so you, you don't slip on ice. And I have those things. And so I would often go riding my bike in the winter in Sapporo. Now, of course, you can't go as far as regular bicycling, but um, yeah, and it's a lot more work, of course. But it was a lot of fun, right? I even competed in a winter cycling race. Now, it's, it's not something most people think of when they think of winter sports, but it is something that is a lot of fun, and I like it. Uh, it's, my, it's one of my winter sports. And, yeah, here in Sendai, I haven't really had a lot of chances to do winter sports. Uh, that's mostly because I have a family now. It, it makes it a lot harder to find the time for those sorts of things. I do hope to go cross-country skiing a few more times this coming winter. I've, I've gone a few times. Um, there are some good places not far from my house that I think are look like they'll probably be a lot of fun for cross-country skiing. So hopefully this coming winter, I can do that a few times. Um, yeah, 
And I think that is where I will end it for today. If you have any requests, any ideas for podcasts, you can find the request form over on the website, bit.ly slash L-U-W-M-I. One more time, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash L-U-W-M-I. You can find links for all the episodes there, as well as listening guides, quizzes. Um, the Twitter for this podcast is at Listen Up with Mr. I. You can follow on Twitter. You can learn history facts every day. And of course, you can also send me episode ideas directly Um, to Twitter. And that is all for today. I am Mr. I, and I will see you next time.